Have you been diagnosed with SIBO? Have you had SIBO in the past and have gotten it again? Or have you been unable to get rid of your SIBO since its diagnosis? If so, today's episode is for you. On today's episode, I'm interviewing Reed Davis, the founder and creator of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, an online course that teaches anyone how to think and act like a functional health practitioner. In March 2020, I took Reed Davis's course and became an FDN. Becoming an FDN not only changed my life, but has changed the lives of the clients I work with. FDN is the base framework that I use with all my clients and the place I'd recommend anyone to start if they're looking to teach themselves how to be a functional health practitioner. Tune in to join day three of our special three-day series featuring Ree Davis and the unique and powerful FDN perspective on the extremely controversial SIBO. And if you missed day one or two, go ahead and check out our previous two episodes where I interview Reed on the FDM perspective to autoimmune diseases and why more lab testing isn't always better. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right, guys, part three, last part of my conversation on Reed Davis. Uh, If you have not listened to part one and two, go ahead and check those out. But if you are here for SIBO, fact or fiction, it's going down. We're getting Reed's thoughts on SIBO. Is it fact or fiction? Tell us, Reed, what's going on here? Well, SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and it exists. It's it's a real thing. And but when I first started over 20 years ago, we didn't hear about SIBO. It's kind of a newer, newish uh, diagnosis. And it came along. Um, and I won't say it's a bad thing, but when I you know remember I told you in a previous chapter here um, session that. You know, I study labs. Labs is what I study. It's what I do. And so any new lab coming out, I want to run it on myself, on my staff, and on a few people and see what it's all about. And so uh, uh, that's what we did. Matter of fact, one of the labs that I was a clinical advisor for started running that lab. They added it to their lab menu because it was popular. There's some books. These books came out on SIBO. SIBO says, SIBO that, everything SIBO. So as I started interpreting these labs and looking at what they're really measuring, what's really going on, there's some cool things about it. It was uh, some unique, uh, you know, it's a breath test and you look at uh, hydrogen and um, other gases that you would 
expelled that would increase if you had this bacterial overgrowth. Um, you get the improper breakdown of it. And so I looked at it real closely. I started saying, you know, we already do this. We're already looking for the uh, flora imbalance and the, um, di the dysbiosis, it was called. Maybe worse things could be going on too. Matter of fact, we look at it more comprehensively. Yes. So yes. SIBO yes. tends to be a yes or no. Um, all, it's it's almost exclusively a positive or negative kind of a test. Well, so what if you have it? Where did it come from? Why do you have it? Um, and how do you treat it? And what are those bugs anyway? There's no speciation being done on a SIBO test. And so, and, and where did those bugs come from? How did you get this dysbiosis? So it, it really is kind of a something we've been measuring for many, many years. It's a dysbiosis. It's an imbalance in good to bad flora. One of the unique things about it that I like is that it questions where did they, those bugs come from? Hey friends, Allison popping in here for some quick good news. Did you know that you could become an FDN just like me? Right now, until June 30th, 2023, you can get $1,000 off the FDN certification by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash FDN or by clicking the link in the show notes. FDN is the exact training and education I started with that has made me the functional health practitioner I am today. FDN is education for any person, whether you're a doctor, nurse, acupuncturist, massage therapist, health coach, school teacher, engineer, or stay-at-home mom, you can learn how to think like a functional health practitioner as well as learn how to analyze labs and create health protocols that can take you, your clients, or your patients to the next level. If you are wanting to take your health into your own hands, or you are looking for a way to more deeply impact your clients or patients, you can begin your FDN education today by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash FDN. And if you are listening to this podcast after June 30th, you can still get $250 off by using the code FDN250. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash FDN or click the link in the show notes to join today. Now it's time to get back to our episode. Like, did they come up from the colon? Did they sneak up through the ileocecal valve into the small intestines? So it's a measurement of small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Where did it come from? Is it a, what I would call, quote unquote, normal uh, dysbiosis that your immune system's down and the bad bacteria start to overwhelm the good bacteria? Or, you know, maybe it comes from taking antibiotics where you kill it all and the bad bacteria, it seems to, uh, regenerate faster at a better uh, rate than the good flora. So, so there's these different reasons why you'd have a dysbiosis. Um, there's no speciation being done, meaning they don't know which bugs could be 200 different bacteria. Which ones is that important? Um, yeah, it could be. So it so it's a it's just a positive or negative. You have SIBO, and here's your medication. So, so I don't like the sort of philosophy and the way it's being used and, and that um, it, it's an interesting test. Um, so is SIBO real? Yes. But is that what's really wrong with you? Unlikely that it's the only thing going on that you need to know about, like a positive or negative. Oh, here, take your pills. Right. We've had enough of that kind of medicine. And um the only thing that it brought to, to again, I, as I was saying, we already knew all that stuff. And to come up with a different test that put it a twist on the whole 
uh, condition that made it more allopathic, more like, yes, you have it, here's your treatment. I don't like that part. I did like learning when I studied it, I learned how uh, the ileocecal valve can be dysfunctional and can allow some of the fecal bacteria to creep up into the small, from the large intestine into the small intestine. That was an interesting twist. Yes. But I, I um, put that in its place of, that's been going on for thousands of years. And the the, the fact that we um, can now measure it a different way is I mean, it's, it's cool. kind of like conventional medicine discovered something that's already been going on, gave it a new name and then treated it as it's like totally new and unique. And, and they have found the, the Holy grail on how to fix it. If there is an ileocecal valve component to SIBO. Um, and I'd say in my experience, about 50% of my clients have a ileocecal valve, like is a huge part of their, of the problem going on. I tend to see people who've had it multiple times. So the recurrence problem, which is very high. Um, visceral manipulation, which is the things that I was doing before I met you, Reed, uh, visceral manipulation and craniosacral therapy together, not just one, but together are super helpful in that. And a lot of times there's a physical restriction. So a car accident could cause this ileocecal valve dysfunction, giving birth, especially a traumatic birth, or even the way that you carry your child, um, any, uh, getting your, uh, for, for women, getting a uterus removed or having PCOS, the right ovary in about 70% of women is connected through a ligament to the appendix. And that appendix is really close to the ileocecal valve. And so that can, if that ligament is tight and women are going to, it's going to pull on that right hip scoliosis, which curves the back and then cause the pelvis to twist and rotate can, can set up the environment of the abdomen to not function very well in that lower right quadrant of the, of the body. And so there's so much that you can do to improve that functionality on a physical level. So, yeah, I mean, that's I love just... where you're going with that. Uh, it can also be back trouble, um, your spinal misalignments and nerve, uh, impulse yeah. restriction or damage and, and things like that, that, that just the ileocecal valve can become dysfunctional. And there's other pathology, of course, there's, um, kind of like with the appendix and just get inflamed. It just, just goes bad in so, you know, some cases. So um, then what would you have, you know, SIBO? But I just want well, to almost like the symptom, my right? Yeah. It's almost the symptom at that point yeah. of uh, rather than the what, what's actually going on. And it's yeah. not even a very detailed diagnosis is what you're saying. Yes. And, and the difference in the way that we would handle um, the treatment self, we would call it self-treatment and teach people a lot about their bodies so they can heal it themselves. Yes. Awesome. Well, Reed, thanks so much for for all these rounds here on the Better Belly podcast, it's been great to have you on and pick your brain and just immerse myself with a fellow FDN. I don't know if I can even call you a fellow. You're, you're not. A, you're, yeah, I'm a fellow FDN. <laughs> Again, it's always a good well, time. I'm a senior fellow. <laughs> senior fellow. My senior fellow FDN. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have. hope you have a good rest of your day, Reed. Thanks a million. You too. I'll be happy to do a return anytime you want. Awesome. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. 
When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you guys in there. Catch you guys next week.